Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, uh, good morning. My name is Sylvia. I am a very grateful member of Overeaters Anonymous. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Good morning, good morning everyone. Hi, Sylvia. Thank you for asking me to share. Um, and as usual, my heart is pounding. So, um, anyway, <clears throat> I just need to say that. Um, I will. I would like to spend most of my time talking about um, what my life is like now, or, and uh, but I do want to qualify. Uh, it's really nice to see all of you. Some of you I've known for a really long time, and welcome, for, welcome, very special welcome to the newcomers. Um, I walked into OA in July of 1985, which is 36 plus years ago, and um, I just turned 60 over the weekend, so I have been in program longer than I have not been in program, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. I'm really grateful that I know I'm not graduating anytime soon, uh, and that I have you guys to walk with for one day at a time for the rest of my life, and I'm just incredibly grateful for that. Um, I came in at a kind of normal weight, and I won't bother with all the details, but my highest, my top weight was over 200 pounds. Um, I stopped weighing, so I don't know exactly where it was, but, um, uh, and my lowest weight was actually 129 pounds, which was where I stayed for about two seconds before my wedding. <laughs> um, but what's kind of bizarre is that I've actually been at around 135 now for, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 years or something like that. So it's um, really uh, a blessing that, that that is not an issue for me for today anyway. Um, and I, um, I came into OA because, thank goodness, I, my, my main problem is codependency. I picked up food um, in my teens to uh, self-medicate. Um, I mean, I'm sure that I had an addictive personality from day one, but I, 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 it started, um, my, my compulsive overeating started with a vengeance when I was in my, in my early teens. And, um, I believe in retrospect that I, that I picked up food and specifically sugar, uh, and crunchy things, uh, to self-medicate. I had a lot of anger, um, cause I found out that my dad was bipolar, uh, at that time. And I, I had hated him most of my life because of the volatility, uh, in his moods and his raging. And then when I found out that he was, that he was actually sick, that it was not his fault. I think the guilt of that just, just consumed me. And I, um, I found that I could, um, stop feeling quite so, so much self-hatred, uh, when I was, um, eating and I spent from about age 13 to, um, to seven years after I found OA, 
said, I don't know what age I was then, compulsively overeating. I'm a garden variety, compulsive eater. I'm a volume eater. Um, I used to, uh, I spent my high school years babysitting on the weekends and eating myself into a stupor on the couch until, you know, the family came home and brought me, brought me home. Um, and, um, yeah. Um, so, so for, for many, many years, I thought that food was the answer. I thought that I could find the perfect food. I think I shared here a couple weeks ago that one of the memories that came up recently was how I used to wander the aisles of Safeway like a shark. Don't, 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 you know, find like there was some, somehow I was going to find the one food that was make, that was going to make me feel comfortable with myself and you know we talk about in these rooms that god hole um even though the word god i know for for some is is a problem so i can say higher power hole um i just use i just have to say this now i just i just use god because it's shorter than higher power but i it's interchangeable for me i'm not um i i don't really have a a specific concept of what my higher power is, except that five minutes. Thank you. That it's a um, an energy, a divine energy that is part of me and part of you and part of every form, whether it's seen or unseen in this universe. Um. So anyway, so I think maybe. So I just want to finish saying. So I spent um, many, many, many years eating a lot of things to. Um, to, to self-medicate and to fill that that void that I felt that spirit that now I know was my spiritual void, um, and I tried to fill it with all sorts of things, including I mean, food was number one, but I also tried to fill that void with um, a lot of codependent behaviors, you know, people pleasing. We call it sometimes. Um, anyway, um, trying the things you know, trying to always figure out a way so that I would feel part of. Um, I love that reading this morning. You know, I, I always felt separate and um, probably had more to do myself with that separation than other people making me separate. I, I probably separated myself as a defense mechanism before anybody else could, you know, hurt me in some way. Um, so anyway, um, so I found I found a way in, in 1984 in 1985 and and then that's where that's my relapse story so i i was in a way from for about seven years seven or eight years um before i was able to actually find the abstinence that i've had since then so it was like i don't know 92 93 somewhere and um for me this is my story i had to go what what happened for me was i was I was going to meetings, I had sponsors, I was working the steps, I was working the traditions, I was, um, uh, I lost a lot of weight, I think I, you know, I, I lost too much weight too fast, and I kind of made my sponsor my higher power because I'm a codependent, so I switched, I switched from food probably being my higher power to, to my sponsor, and I kept trying to do things the way she was doing things. You know, I, I followed her food plan. I followed what she, everything she told me to do. I was a good follower. I was a very good follower. Um, and what 
uh, and I, but I would, um, stay abstinent for a while and then I would binge and then I would stay abstinent for a while and then I would binge. And I thought, of course, that I was one of those unique individuals that would never find recovery in these rooms. And I left for a little bit and guess what? I came back because it was worse. It was worse binging by myself than, 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 you know, binging with you guys, because at least here in OA was the first place that I ever really felt like I was among people who knew exactly what it was like to eat when uh, compulsively and throw stuff in the garbage can and then go back a couple hours later to pull it out to finish a binge that I, you know, swore I was, I was going to stop. Um, so here in these rooms is where I found unconditional love. And um, so I came crawling back and have never left since. So um, so the, the, the gratitude for me was that somebody in OA told me that perhaps I was a person that needed to go to another program uh, to get abstinent. And I did. And I'm, I won't talk about that because it's it's not not OA, but that's my story. I had to go to another program to really work um, in a really focused way on my codependency. Um, and so today, what I want to talk about was the, what I would like to talk about is that my life really is beyond my wildest dreams. And that doesn't mean that it's perfect <laughs> in any way. Um, I still have days when I'm, when I'm sad or depressed or resentful or angry or, you know, all of those, uh, wonderful human feelings that we all have. And my character defects are still all right here. They have, I don't believe in the word removed. I believe in sort of, you know, like decreased in intensity. You know, my character defects have been decreased in intensity and I, I don't pitch a tent in them anymore like I used to, um, so, but what's, what's the gift, many of the gifts that I got in this program are what we kind of call the tools. And uh, so I do want to just spend the rest of the time just talking about um, what, what I do, not necessarily on a daily basis, but just in general, the tools that I use to stay abstinent and to, um, to, to, to be here and, and be mostly, mostly in serenity. Um, five minutes thank you and the other thing I want to say is the words that kept me coming back were don't quit until the miracle happens people kept telling me don't quit until the miracle happens and for some people they get abstinent immediately for me it was seven years for other people it's longer it doesn't matter what's wonderful in this program is you know we we have self-compassion for each other until we can each feel our own self-compassion and I think that has been just huge for me is that feeling that I have finally found self-compassion. So I use things like HALT, you know, when I get hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, I don't reach for the food anymore. I take a nap. I meditate. I do some writing on whatever anger is coming up. I make program calls, um, talk to people who, um, who help me process what I'm feeling. Um, phone calls. I love phone calls. I am one who has always reached out a ton to people because I hear higher power through you. I hear through 
your experiences and your love and your compassion, I hear higher power when I can't hear it, it myself. Um, so I have a lot of people in my phone, my little recovery phone book that I call. Positive affirmations I use a lot. Um, the ones I'm currently really excited about are, my, you've heard this one, this is my newest one. My self-worth is not determined by my husband's tone of voice. Um, God's will is not an emergency. I don't know where I heard that, but I, I that has also been a, a favorite one for me. I mean, I guess if I'm running out of a burning building, maybe it is an emergency, you know, but for the most part, God's will is not an emergency. I can pray about something. I can meditate about something um, and not act in, in, an, in, a, in an immediate fashion. I can pause when agitated or doubtful. Um, another one I've been saying to myself a lot lately is I'm willing to speak my truth today. You know, food kept me quiet and sick. And we say, you know, we're only as sick as our secrets. And so I'm today I'm willing to speak my truth. I'm willing to trust that my higher power will take care of the person and me and the relationship and whatever's going to happen. Um, and another one that I like is, Today I have everything that I need and most of everything that I want. Um, I have a food plan. It's a very flexible food plan, but I have some really very strict bottom line behaviors that I don't practice and there are certain things that I do not eat. Um, but beyond that, I bought basically follow a three meals a day with an optional snack food plan. Um, I'm also gluten-free because I've discovered that sugar that gluten metabolizes as sugar. And um, when I let go of gluten, it actually um, really helped. I haven't, and I, I also just want to say, I have not had a food craving in I don't know how many years. And I just am so grateful because I spent so much of my life being ruled by food and food obsession and food cravings. And um, I'm just, uh, I just want to take a moment of, sort of just in awe of the fact that thanks to you all and higher power and every you know the work that I've done of course as well but grace that I've been graced with um with ease and choice with my food um and enjoy I can enjoy my food and I can say no pretty easily my mother who's known me all my life and who's known me for you know the 36 years I've been in programs still offers me dessert almost every single time I see her and I still get to just smile and say no thanks mom I don't need that you know and, and just let it go um and the and another thing I learned in this program is the one plate rule if I'm in a in a party situation holidays are coming up um I get I, I just use a one plate rule. And if the plate is this small, I get to stack it <laughs> however way it works for me. And I get to let go of what other people think, which is so hard for me because I'm a codependent and I really care what other people think. I use sponsorship. I'm a sponsor. I have six sponsees and I have a sponsor. And that is um, that those relationships are really, truly what keep me grounded. Um, I read a lot of literature, um, both spiritual literature that's not conference approved, but it's from my spiritual community, and also this other program I'm in and, and OA literature. Um, I work the steps and the traditions. I go to a meeting that focuses on that 
so that kind of helps me stay there. But um, right now, I'm working on a fourth step again. Just I know it sounds kind of weird, but for fun, <laughs> um, I'm using a different format, and it's just asking questions in a different way. That's just really nurturing my um, my my memories that I that I need. I need to keep being reminded of what my life used to be like so that I don't go back there. Um, gratitude lists. Um, I didn't really know how to be grateful before I came into this program. I was an angry, very, very, very angry person at myself and at others. And gratitude lists help me remember to say gratitude. Thank you. And the last thing I'm going to say are words like compassion, ease, and abundance are words that I just sort of use in meditation. I do metta. I do a lot of metta meditation and some Tonglen meditation. Um, and the la okay. And then the really last thing I'm going to say is I'm, I also, somebody taught me the long version of the serenity prayer. So I'll leave, I'll, I'll stop with that, which is, um, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Grant me patience for the things that take time, compassion for myself and others, and the perseverance to get up and try again one moment at a time. So thank you for letting me share. I'm just really, really grateful for all of you and for um, your words and your hands that have held my hands over so many years on this path to recovery. Thank you.